Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self-worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host, coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, Empowering Solutions for Parents and Educators, with our amazing guest, Sheena Smith joining us from Canada, who will share how to be happier, achieve higher levels of consciousness and success for your child, your students, and yourself. In order to raise conscious children, we have to raise ourselves. And this is being mindful and and conscious in our everyday life, to be self-aware and raise our vibration to love. Managing children is really learning how to manage ourselves and our emotions and appreciating the uniqueness of each child. In an article by Tamara Lechner, Mindful Parenting, How to Raise Kind and Conscious Kids, she highlights, start with intention. Practice having an intention to accompany every action, taking time to bond and glimpse their learning process. Stay present. It's easy to allow worry to take you away from the present and imagine the worst, but be effective at dealing with today. Listen. Focus on opportunities to actively Listen to your child instead of directing the conversation where you think it should go. Admit your mistakes. Parents think that they have to be perfect, so show children how we learn from mistakes. Be apologetic. Try again and take deep breaths. Consider teaching and modeling. And an awesome concluding point, love yourself, be resilient, strive to do your best, happiness comes from within, have compassion, foster connection, and feed your body and mind with healthy things. I just love that. Parenting and teaching can be challenging, demanding, and stressful, but the the roles are so important. Perhaps we can all reflect on a special feeling that has resonated with us through our lives from that special teacher or parent that made a difference in our lives. And as Maya Angelou quotes, at the end of the day, people won't remember what you said or did. They will remember how you made them feel. And Gordon Newfield quotes, Children must never work for your love. They must rest in it. So true. And our guest today, Sheena Smith, will show us how conscious parenting and teaching practice can be enjoyable, easier, and fun. 
author of All Kids Can Thrive, a holistic education resource for a successful and conscious classroom. Sheena has worked with children for over 40 years and has been a special education assistant for over 20 years. She's raised four children, including two with special needs, and she knows the challenges children face daily, both at home and within the educational system. Sheena is a dream builder coach, nutritional consultant, brain gym instructor, and child and youth worker. She has traveled and studied extensively, seeking inclusive ways to help children with restricted physical mobility and intellectual disabilities to learn and thrive. And her theme is, love is all that matters. All kids can thrive. How beautiful is that? So, Sheena, on that note, I welcome you to Love Light today, and thank you for joining us from Canada, and I welcome our listeners from Canada and around the world who are joining us live and on demand. Thank you for having me today. I'm hoping to share a lot of useful information with all of you. Oh, yes, and I must say, I just love your book. It's such a powerful resource, and uh, I spent uh, a career uh, in higher education as an administrator and professor, and I am so excited about your, this proactive approach, you talk about developing students to be competent in critical thinking, learn valuable leadership skills, self-management, self-awareness, relationship building, and empowerment uh, through goal setting. And this will certainly prepare students for the future. So I thank you for that. And can you just Share with us uh, what really, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired your work. Well, I got inspired to write the book because of working with children and um, seeing so many parents and educators struggling for answers to cope through these very challenging times, which I see firsthand both personally and professionally. And um, everyone strives to make a difference, so it can be frustrating when it seems you can't reach a child or you simply don't know what to do to help empower them. So knowing strategies is, is wonderful. And I searched the world for programs, courses, and mentors to help me help others. Yes. And your book, uh, your, your work is so comprehensive. And, you know, from your experience as a parent and special education assistant and working with children for all these many years, what do you find are the most relevant and significant changes in education that we need to be aware of? Well, education is changing so much, it's evolving more quickly than most people can ever imagine. And no longer should um, education just be focused around the curriculum. Uh, And children need to be trained more than to be industry factory workers. They need people skills. The new careers by 2030, half the work that people are paid to do now could be automated. And future jobs that we'll be seeing will be software developers, care providers, construction workers. There's going to be less office staff, less office clerks, um, less production workers, and less operators. So the new focus will with children 
and educational environments, there have to be more adaptable, more creative, more collaborative and flexible to learn. And with all the technology that's available, it's totally possible. You know, that's so good to hear because a lot of times as we focus on technology, we uh, really don't focus a lot on the emotional intelligence and the relationship skills. So I'm glad that you really talk about that in your book and you highlight that as, you know, things for us to really be aware of as we look at future opportunities. And can you explain this concept of raising conscious children as empowering solutions? Children need to develop their emotional intelligence, just as you said, and that'll be like increasing their self-awareness, knowing their own learning styles. So being conscious of themselves, more understanding of themselves. And uh, a teacher in a classroom, it's really good if they know a child's learning style. And even a parent, it's good to know if they know their child's learning style, because if they're visual, you can show them something like how to how to sweep a floor or how to get to a store or whatever. But if they're auditory, I mean, if they're visual, you probably have to give them a map. If they're auditory, you can just tell them. And kinesthetic, you may have to walk them through it. That's very important as we look at learning style. And I know we've talked about that for years, but, <clears throat> you know, as we really look at raising conscious children and, you know, we, we have to be more conscious ourselves. So exactly. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what do you see as stressors for children and maybe some strategies and, and the benefits of those strategies. And then we'll move into looking at parents and their stressors and then talk more about the educational system and the conscious classroom. So for now, what are primary stressors for children that you find? Well, children these days have a lot of stress and it has to do with their overscheduled lives and um, just trying to keep up with everything that they need to do for a day-to-day basis. They have too much online time, less play, less outdoors and less fresh air and grounding time. And many of them lack the skills to calm themselves. They need some self-management. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> as a result of, of COVID, perhaps uh, children who participated in sports programs that help with, uh, you know, managing behavior or maybe on the direction of a coach learning other skills. Uh, how has that impacted? Because, as you say, the overscheduling, but now perhaps students are removed from those activities that really brought them more joy and fun and relaxation. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I totally see that, that uh, children have been doing less physical exercise, which was really good for their body and their brains. And by just spending more time on the um, internet, they're not, a lot of them are not eating properly, they're gaining weight, they're not um, moving their bodies so much. So that's not helping their their brains as well. And for me, with uh, my children, when we just had the last lockdown, we I had myself online as an educational assistant, my son with Down syndrome online with, uh, with his class, and two grandchildren. So it was kind of chaotic. And uh, my tips to parents are don't make it a battle zone. And the changes are hard for everybody. So you, it's important to have a schedule, limit the pressure you put on yourself and your kids. And try to have an attitude of gratitude and find something to be grateful for 
each day, even if it's just your child can sleep in a bit longer and not have a big, long bus ride to school. When my son was online, I got a text message from the teacher, and uh, it said he's outside with, uh, no, he's in the bathroom with the iPad. He's changing. He's going to the bathroom. We had to block him off. So I text back hopeful, wishful thinking that maybe they just got mooned. And when I typed <laughs> back and said, oh, did you get mooned? And they said, mm. the, the message came back and said, no, full frontal. So oh. we had so we had to do some apologies and write some letters and wait for him to be logged back on again. But uh, my point of that is just keep your keep your humor. Don't let it all stress you. Yeah, so many different situations, I'm sure, as parents are trying to manage themselves, you know, at home. I know there are all kinds of different variations of learning, whether it's uh, home uh, schooling or virtual or online and in class. Uh, but we have parents who are trying to really manage and, you know, do all these things during the course of the day and, of course, adhere to their schedules. And as we talk about raising conscious children, I think we have to be more consciously aware. And you talk about children and, and self-awareness and, you know, the uh, age appropriateness, things that we can do relevant to their age appropriateness uh, regarding self-regulation and things of that nature. Uh, and you talk about building resilience as, you know, we look at some of the strategies. So uh, can you speak to that in terms of uh, specific things that we can do with our children? And I, I, I'd like to highlight a couple of things that you mentioned in your book. Uh, you said a success journal, develop a routine at the end of the day where students can use a su success journal to record successful moments of the day. And I thought that was so important because uh, students, if they're highlighting what I liked about the day, what I learned that I enjoyed, my favorite part of the day, things that I'm happy about today, it really kind of helps students really monitor, be more accountable, uh, be self-motivated and regulate their behavior and really feel good about uh, what they're doing during the course of the day. Exactly. There's there's so many things that kids can do, but I always go back to having proper nutrition, being able to um, have healthy exercise and quality relationships. If a child doesn't feel safe with you or with their teacher, then they then they tend to have problems because they're not as willing to learn. If they trust you, then they're willing to learn. So with kids. Um, it's important to know if they're off, why they seem that they're off. So you can ask and sometimes they can explain, but sometimes they can't because they're anxious. So a child could have unsolved problems or lagging skills. And maybe say if, if it was like in school, if their problem was that they had a hard time writing, well, sometimes just a simple strategy like giving them some gum will help them take the focus off the, the stress they're feeling through their fingers and they're going to be less distracted. Simple things that you can mm -hmm. do. And as you talk about being a nutritional, you're a nutritional consultant, uh, what can you share with us maybe before break uh, in terms of diet, uh, things that parents can do to keep their children healthier? <laughs> 
Right. For for diet, less processed foods, less fast foods, more fruits, vegetables, and good quality water and proteins and supplements too because so much food is nutrient void. Mm, yes, yes. And then you talked about uh, exercise and things like that. Are there certain things that you like to share regarding that? Well, regarding that, I like to see children just doing all sorts of body movements, whether they're climbing or their playground equipment is perfect for just building different areas of the brain. And any activities that you're crossing over the body, left or right, are really important because it helps, it helps again, with health. Mm-hmm. So, you, I know in your book you talk about holistic approaches, so you're looking at every facet, mind, body, emotional development, and you're going to be sharing some more strategies after uh, our, uh, in our second segment that will help yes. us maybe take us through some exercises and things that we sure. really need to know. And um, we're going to be so excited to hear about those that are upcoming in our next segment. So I think it's time for a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We will be right back with more on empowering solutions for parents and educators with our amazing guest, Sheena Smith, joining us from Canada author of All Kids Can Thrive, a holistic education resource for a successful and conscious classroom. Sheena is a dream builder coach, nutritional consultant, brain gym builder, brain gym instructor, and child and youth worker. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene, For Heart Opening, Beautiful, To Radiate Your Inner Beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway, To Become More Energized, Ignite Your Spark, and Live a Life of Passion and Purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Sheena Smith, author of All Kids Can Thrive, a holistic education resource for a successful and conscious classroom. Sheena is a dream builder coach, nutritional consultant, brain gym instructor, and she's talking with us today on empowering solutions for parents and educators. And thank you so much, Sheena, for sharing those valuable tips for children and parents. And I'd like to focus a little bit now on teachers in our educational system. And I know there's a lot of uh, stress, uh, a lot of uh, perhaps uh, things that we can do to prevent burnout and overwhelm despite current circumstances. And one of the things that struck me from your book, you indicated that uh, schools are realizing the value and benefits of programs that support social and emotional development and learning. And uh, that children need to be shown how to be calm and uh, manage their emotions and that children pick up the energy of others. And you also indicated that students need to be in safe and positive learning environments and opportunities for them to recognize their uniqueness, strengths, emotional abilities through self-awareness. So... I'd like for you to spend time talking about teachers and, you know, maybe strategies for, for teachers. Or what do you find are some of the tremendous pressures these days facing educators? Educators and parents are really facing tremendous pressures these days, especially because of the 
the changes and so many curriculum things that they have to do. And although I'm not a teacher, I'm an educational assistant. So I get the benefit of standing back and observing the children. Like I don't do the curriculum, but I help them with their curriculum. So I get to stand back and watch and uh, see the you know, when kids are having a hard time. And I find that noticing is a really big skill and teachers don't have all always have enough time to sit back and see what that is. So that's a benefit in my mind. And um, it's important to see if a child has um, can't do something or won't do something. That's like a, a strategy to discover if they can't, they're not understanding a math problem, their brain is not access, accessing because of stress, and it puts their brain under stress, and then they have more a freeze reaction. And won't could be if a child is shy and doesn't want to speak out or answer, and that puts stress on them as well. And like you said, modeling is the best thing for us to do because you can't change others. The only person you can control is yourself. So you get to be the example. You get to show them that you're human. You get to show them that you have big emotions as well. And you show them how you manage them and manage them appropriately. And when other people see you modeling like that, they, they'll want to follow as well. You know, one of the things that you mentioned that really stood out for me was about being calm, because when we're calm, we're more likely to be centered. And, you know, if we're not, you know, operating from this state of calm, and I know it's kind of hard to do sometimes when you're surrounded by, you know, chaos, or I know with the in the classroom with a lot of students uh, where you're having to manage and teach and, uh, you know, have this positive teaching and learning uh, engaging experience. Uh, staying calm is so important. Can you share with us uh, some techniques about that or why that's so important? Uh, and I love the fact that your role is really standing back uh, as the assistant. You're looking on and you're observing what's happening and you're able to step in and see things that perhaps the teacher, the actual instructor, cannot really see or deal with at that time. So I think that's such a valuable role. Yes, I I feel the same. The to prevent burnout and stay calm, teachers need like I said the self-care and educators and parents. So you have to give yourself permission to be first. It's like your own oxygen to be first so that you're stronger and more resilient for yourself. And another strategy to prevent burnout is use your imagination to know and feel and believe that beyond your current circumstances, things will be better. So that's like setting your intention that this will be a calm classroom. This will be a good environment and a safe environment. And you have to have an attitude of gratitude. And then for strategies, you to raise your vibration and be happier, um, it's really important to stay present, be conscious of your own breathing, get good sleep, have exercise, learn to let go and forgive. Like you can't hang on to like if a child's behavior seemed to annoy you because you thought they were giving you a hard time. Odds are they weren't giving you a hard time. They were having a hard time. So you have to learn to let go and forgive each day is a new day. Each hour sometimes is a new hour. And again, continuing with the self-care of pampering and spa treatments and salt baths and reading great books and writing in your journal and playing. Yes. Playing. 
Yes, that's that's so true because I think uh, you know educators, essential workers, uh, uh, and of course, you know, I spent my career as a professor in higher education, and I can appreciate, you know, the whole aspect of the teaching learning experience and engaging with the students. I did not enjoy any type of mundane type of routine class exercise or experience. I always tried to operate from joy to, you know, really create that uh, intrigue or inquiry for the students to really open up their minds and hearts so that they could feel free to explore. And, you know, I really tried to make the class experience really fun and engaging. And I know you talk about social engagement uh, uh, as being important. what what are you, can you share with us some thoughts on that? Yes, the social engagement's very important, and sometimes children don't know how to be friends. They come to school and they don't have those skills, so it's good to show them again by modeling how to be a friend, how to communicate, how to listen. You spend a lot of the day modeling, and um, you can do it like through lessons too. There's different. Um, social skill programs and things that you do as like uh, at our school we use the leader in me program and other ones will use zones of regulations as well so it's it's a whole blend to help the whole child yes i love that and i think we really have to as i indicated earlier as i opened the show you know teaching children how to be kind raising conscious and kind and even from this aspect of social engagement we can model and teach and show what it's like to be a friend what it's like to care for my uh, fellow uh, classmate or whatever or be concerned or, or be of help so and you talk a lot about emotional intelligence as well can you share a little bit about that sure um, many children not not like every child, but many children have trouble managing their emotions. So again, programs like that, zones of regulation and taking breaths, you teach them strategies how to how to calm themselves. They of, often don't know how to manage anger, even sadness. Sadness is something they need help working through often if they have a death in the family or things like that to deal with, or even just coming to school. They could come to school and have a hard morning. And the strategy I recently saw that I thought was terrific is called HWC. And what I liked about it was if, uh, say, a child has a rough morning at home and you come to school, if the parent just writes HWC in a little note or in the communication book, and HWC will stand for Handle with Care. The parent doesn't have to tell, you know, he spilled his cereal, you yelled at him or something like that. Or, you know, just just so the teacher has a heads up to handle with care that day. Because mm-hmm. a lot of our kids are tender hearts and uh, they need that extra, little extra loving some days. Yes, and based on where they are, you know, they may not have the words for expression and uh and and so therefore, I know as an edu- uh, educator myself, you know, I would kind of pay attention to, you know, a student, students, my students, if they, you know, came to class and they were just kind of off that day or something just didn't feel right. You know, we 
met or had a talk or whatever, or some would make appointments and discuss what was going on because they too were dealing with their own lives and experiences. And so taking that time, uh, you know, we can really model what's that like to be concerned, not just about whether you're making the A or the B or you're passing, but I am concerned about your emotional health and uh, things that you're dealing with. And this transcends into the workplace as we look at relationship building and connecting with others uh, in the work environment. Absolutely. Knowing yeah. the child and having an awareness when they're different and, you know, off, uh, having an off day. And then it does transfer your in your work environment, too. Yes, yes. And you have a powerful exercise for us, right? Tell us a little bit about it and what we need to do to prepare. Okay, I will tell you. It's called Dropping the Suitcases of Worry and Regret. This meditation script is inc- includes a powerful visualization for releasing some of the weight that we carry and shows you the value of being present. Okay, so to mm-hmm. help... So to help you reduce anxiety, we start by taking a moment to relax your body. Soften any unnecessary tension in your belly and your shoulders. Find a posture that feels relaxed and alert. And close your eyes, or you can look downward, whichever is preferable for you. And rest your hands in an easy and effortless way. Now take a few minutes to scan your awareness through the sensations of your body. Wherever possible, soften and release the obvious areas of tension. So say like if you feel it's in your shoulders or in your arms, just relax your body. And as you're aware of your body and your breathing, your chest should be rising and falling. Actually, I say your belly should be rising and falling versus the chest because often people can elicit a flight or flight response in their chest if they do it that way. So do belly breathing. It's better. And now imagine yourself standing in the street outside of your house with two heavy suitcases. And know that one of those suitcases is full of worries about the future. And the other suitcase is full of regrets about the past. Take a moment standing there in the street holding these two suitcases and reflect about each one. Reflect reflect about the future and how it will come of its own accord whenever it comes. And that most of what we worry about will not happen. Standing out there in the street, reflect about the past, the other heavy suitcase. Regret. Consider how the past cannot be changed. All we can do in the present is to learn from it. Put in whatever corrections make sense, become more skillful, become a better person, and move on. Standing there in the street with the weight of these suitcases and absorbing the wisdom of your own reflections right now, make a conscious decision. Do you want to drop the suitcase of worry about the future? 
And if so, simply drop it. Simply drop it. Then standing there in the street with the other suitcase so heavy about the past, make a conscious decision. Do you want to drop it? And if so, just drop it. Just drop it. And as soon as you've dropped the two suitcases, walk into your home and take a seat right to where you are. Plop down, so relaxed, like someone coming home from a long trip. Dropping the suitcases and just relaxing. Rested in the present. Just breathing. Rested in the natural well-being of the parasympathetic nervous system. Resting in the fundamental well-being of awareness itself. Awareness does not worry or regret. Resting as if this is meaningful for you. Allow yourself to simply rest, feeling a sense of peace, of joy, of well-being. A state of natural happiness. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that life is good. So an additional little to-do to do with that is whenever you feel regret or worry, prior to that, write a little note down of times when you felt successful, happy, or achieved something. And anytime you need to, refer back to that note. And next time you feel yourself picking up the weight and feeling of regret and worry, put your hand on your heart And ask yourself, what is the most loving thing I can do for myself at this moment? Listen for the answer and follow your heart. Yes, that is so beautiful, Sheena. Thank you so much for that meditation. And I invite our listeners to tune in on demand and listen again. Uh, You are reminding us that it is a choice. And I think we should do this every day because we collect so much And we can't be in the present looking back on the past, especially with regrets and being preoccupied with the future. So I think it's now time for a quick commercial break. So don't go away. We will be right back with our amazing guest, Sheena Smith, joining us from Canada. She's the author of All Kids Can Thrive, Dream Builder Coach, Nutritional Consultant, Brain Gym Instructor on empowering solutions for parents and teachers. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart opening, beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. 
you'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and we are with our amazing guest, Sheena Smith, on Empowering Solutions for Parents and Teachers. She's the author of All Kids Can Thrive. She's a dream builder coach, nutritional consultant, brain gym instructor, and child and youth worker. And Sheena, thank you so much for sharing that powerful meditation, dropping the suitcase, where we can really relax and, you know, be in that calm state. Because like I said, we collect so much uh, during the course of the day. And I think it's so appropriate to really leave that behind, uh, you know, as we close out our day or whatever. So thank you so much for that. And I think you're going to share with us some tips and takeaways to sum up some things that will help empower uh, parents, teachers, and ourselves in terms of uh, just being more conscious and raising conscious children. 
Absolutely. Uh, I would like to say that I would love everybody to see how important they are towards the success of the child and that they feel hope-filled hope filled, and know that no matter what the problem is, there's always an answer. It's important to have an attitude of gratitude and say thank you often. It's important to follow your heart and intuition and lead with love. Remember to trust the unfolding, have hope, and dream big. To breathe, mm-hmm. breathe in your belly, and to be present and practice noticing for awareness You can expand and contract and pay attention to how you feel. And uh, remember the handle with care tip for children. And um, consider that your, your event, your response to the event and the outcome is most often in your in your hands, so it's kind of the gap between what happens and and what you do is going to show you what your outcome will be. Have a strong power of focus and love yourself. And I was going to do another exercise, but I decided at this time that I kind of feel like somebody's needing this today, and I'm not sure. So if if it's you, you'll know, the the listener. Beyond a doubt, these times are very stressful and emotionally trying. Everyone is impacted in some way. I was reminded of this never alone scenario one time when my daughter with spina bifida was having a surgery on both her legs that required a cast on each leg. I was alone. I was in Toronto, eight hours away from my home. My husband couldn't get time off work and financially we couldn't afford to take more time off work. He came with me two months earlier for my daughter's back surgery, so he couldn't come this time. I was feeling sad, depressed, and super alone. I was really feeling sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. And after the long, stressful, emotional wait for her to wake up from her surgery, which is any parent who's been through this, mm-hmm. it's traumatic. She opened her eyes and she said, who are all those people behind you? Mm. I was shocked and astounded. And at the same time questioned, there's people behind me? Yes, she said. Three ladies and two gentlemen. Apparently, my guardian angels were with me. Mm. And from from that moment, I felt relief and happiness. I was not alone. Yes, my guardian angel was with me, just as our angels are with us always. And a nurse told me, you'd be surprised who and what children say when they see when they wake up. So I want to remind you that you're never alone. Please, if you're feeling depressed, unable to cope, need an ear, Reach out to me, to others, to families and friends. Call on support. Call on hotlines, your employee assistance programs. And remind yourself, you can rest, but you can't quit. There's always an answer, and the world needs you. You came here for a reason. You have a path and a journey to fulfill. And may happiness and love be yours. All the power is within you, and there are answers. Mm, that is such a beautiful, powerful story, the innocence and truth of children. <laughs> and, you know, Sheena, so many times we may feel alone. And like you said, in that situation, you know, your husband wasn't present and you had to deal with the, you know, just the anxiety and uncertainty of the moment. But, you know, what a blessing for your child to 
share that with you. So we are never alone. Call on our your spiritual guides and the angels who are always there looking after you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, you're very welcome. Yes, and you know when we talk about being conscious, uh, uh, we, and, and one of the things that you mentioned was noticing. You know, we have to notice ourselves. Notice what's happening with the children. Uh, this helps us become more aware in the moment. Uh, and I think it's so important, as you mentioned, those self-care strategies. Those are things that help us, that brings us back to ourselves, you know, and to really nurture and care for ourselves. That is so important to help us stay calm and, you know, really focus. Otherwise, we're getting twirled up in this whirlwind of chaos. So it is our choice and it is our responsibility and you have the power. So Gina, tell, yes, tell us about your book and how to assess it. Well, my book is called All Kids Can Thrive and it is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And I actually have the ebook on for 99 cents for the next couple days for anyone interested in getting it at a deal price. And if you go to my website, you can access some free gifts. And my website is SheenaLSmith.com. And there, the heading for that is called Book Bonuses for You. And also there's a free download of a journal and the heading for that is Free Gift. And of course, it's... It's a PDF that you can print out and it'll prompt you for writing thoughts. You can also find me on Facebook on All Kids Can Thrive and you can reach me by Gmail, allkidscanthrive at gmail.com. Wow, that is a, those are a lot of powerful free gifts and we really appreciate your generosity and uh, for you really joining us today and your book such a powerful resource. What I like about it, it's like, it's, it's kind of a guide. And, you know, you talk about so much in that book. It's like you can open it up or go to a section that really pertains to you. You don't have to just read the book from cover to cover, but there's so much there for whatever speaks to your heart. Could you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. I laid it out. It's not a step-by-step pr- approach. It's for people to pick it up and read through and decide where they're at and any tip, tool, or strategy that calls to them, I would like them to investigate more or discover or learn more about it as well. Yes, yes. So, so important. We really thank you, Sheena, for being a guest on Love Like today with your empowering solutions and tools to help us evolve personally not and spiritually, not just as parents and teachers, but really to be our best selves as we inspire our children. And whether volunteering uh, as a neighbor in our communities, we all can make a difference by elevating our consciousness. And as Sheena highlights, love is all that matters. And that is empowering in itself. So let's stay awake, notice ourselves, take care of ourselves, and be conscious in our everyday life. Thank you so much, Sheena, for joining me today. Thank you. I really enjoyed being here today. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much. So take advantage of Sheena's generous gifts and connect with her to learn more. Her, Her book is a powerful resource. 
you know, listen to this show and all of our Love Light shows on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in next week with Relationship Magic, Waking Up Together with Guy Finley. Take advantage of the empowering messages from our Love Light shows. And again, tune in on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Share your insights about our shows and, of course, the weekly love practice exercises that I post on the blog page of my website, www.jeanfarrisjourney.com, and access my additional website, drjeanmarieferrisconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, love is all that matters. You can access my article, Am I Dwelling in Love?, published on Savannah East, that highlights becoming self-aware, being opening, opening to love, practicing moment by moment, loving ourselves and others, and witnessing the ripple effect of change. And I'm closing with two inspirational quotes by Maya Angelou. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. And at the end of the day, people won't remember what you said or did. They will remember how you made them feel. So let's leave that lasting impression What's good for one is good for all. What blesses one blesses all. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, coming to you live from Voice America. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.